Hello everyone, this is April. This is the very first Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it's kind of hard to say that and not laugh a little <laughs> bit, but <laughs> if you know us at all, um, you know that we have a very playful personality, so it sort of makes sense. Um, I'll tell you a little bit my, about myself first, and then I'll let you uh, hear my friends introduce themselves. Uh, my name is April. I'm a librarian and a huge wrestling fan. Uh, I'm also a huge hockey fan and a baseball fan, so you may hear that leaking in at some point. Um, I haven't been a wrestling fan for very long. Uh, my friend Derek, who I'm going to introduce next, uh, took me to Raw last year in May, and I sort of dove in head first after that. Um, I don't just watch WWE. I watch a lot of indie stuff. I watch some New Japan. I watch PWG. I watch Ring of Honor. Um, we go to some local shows. We're going to one tonight, actually. Um, so yeah, that's sort of a, a rundown on how deep into wrestling I have, I have jumped this past year. All right, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Derek. Derek, tell us about you. Hi, my name's Derek. I've been a wrestling fan on and off the majority of my life. I uh, got into it. Uh, basically for my dad, he was always a big fan of it, and it was... In our house, it was either NASCAR or wrestling that was on, and I hated NASCAR, but I loved wrestling. I thought it was more interesting. Um, I'm really more of a WWE watcher and all of their products. April is slowly getting me into the indies, and she's dragging us to this indie show tonight. Was it PW something? PWX. PWX. And we're really excited about that. All right. uh, Scoot. Tell us about you. Uh, my name is Scoot. Uh, I sell uh, trailer supplies for a living. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big wrestling fan. Uh, I also like NASCAR, to hell with you, Derek. Um, I pretty much watch any sport. Uh, doesn't matter what it is. Um, I've gotten into a lot of the uh, diva side of WWE here as of lately, yes. and that will be my focus as this podcast goes forward. <laughs> Scoot only wants to talk about the hot chicks. I want to talk about the ladies. Eva Marie. <laughs> All read right. everything. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, Doug. All right. Uh, I finally get to talk. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm Doug. I'm a teacher. I've been watching wrestling since I was about three. But I had about a 15-year gap between becoming a teenager and trying to get laid and now. <laughs> um I was a WCW guy back in the day, but I don't remember any of it, except Sting was a badass. Um, I'm a teacher, so I talk a lot, and I may accidentally take over conversations. I'm going to try not to, but we'll see how that goes. (laughs) All right, so now you know uh, you're listening to a podcast about wrestling with two librarians and a teacher. Oh, yeah, Uh, I didn't say that I work with April. Yes, me and Derek work at the same library. Yeah. I think a lot of people that we know in real life are probably going to listen to this podcast. So I think so too. That's going to be interesting. Uh, topic. You know what's funny? Conversation Elizabeth at the water cooler. Elizabeth asked me if we we're going to be doing this. Elizabeth, t- the one that oh we, yeah yeah wow yeah. that's crazy. Okay, yeah. we're not Cheryl's protecting really the names of the innocent. In it. She <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> no one is innocent here, as far as I'm concerned. All right, no. so that's the rundown about us. Everyone had a good week. Yeah? Yes. Uh, other than my water Derek. heater incidents, no. A good week, but a bad day. <laughs> Derek Derek locked himself out of his house today. I had to go pick him up that to bring a, him here to do the podcast. Um, you know, that's that's just Derek for you. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you guys want to start talking about some wrestling that we watched this week? Sure. Sounds good. All right. All right. Uh, let's, let's do Raw first and, and get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was probably the worst wrestling that was on TV this week. Was there even any wrestling on it? Well, uh, (laughs) let's go down the show. Okay. We have Booker T on commentary now uh, instead of Jerry Lawler. Jerry. uh, (laughs) Who is on SmackDown now. Um, I feel like they're probably trying to push him out the door. Just, he probably needs to. Um, Do you think that, or are they just wanting to build up their SmackDown brand a little better? In no, I think they're trying to push, push him, him out, out the door. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't think they really want him on SmackDown either. Not now that it, they are going to try to make it a legitimate show to watch every week. Oh. Well, see, I just picked back up in August. Was it August? August, September. And I hadn't watched since the 90s. And Heel Lawler was amazing. He was a great commentator. He was entertaining. He made you laugh. He pissed off JR. All good things. 
but now he's just like super face over like voice of the fans and it makes no sense like mm. they don't need that that's unnecessary on the commentary team so yeah. he's gotten kind of old but booker t is not fucking speaking he's just going <laughs> damn F-bomb. he does he does like everything that happens on raw it's like he doesn't really have a comment about it he's just like oh my god or like <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just like, that's all he says ever. It's crazy. It's like the football coach speeches. It's like, we just got to move the ball down the field, guys. We got to get touchdowns. We got to break down their defense. That's what Booker T is to me as a football that's coach. That's what Booker T, yeah. yeah. He's horrible at play-by-play. Yes. All right. So we opened Raw with John Cena in the ring uh, doing a promo. Uh, he defends his decision to bring back the authority. Mm. Hashtag authority sucks. I would have let him kill it. <laughs> and he says his plan B is to win the title at Royal Rumble and hold it hostage until they rehire his friends. His plan B is also for Nikki Bella. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that his his plan B is is exactly what Brock Lesnar's doing with the title now. No one ever sees him, and he just holds it hostage <laughs> and never has a, to defend it, ever. Such a novel plan he has. It's, you know. All right. Uh, the authority interrupts him. Uh, Triple H says he warned all of his friends that he was going to fire them. So it's not <laughs> like it should have been news to him. Uh, and he makes a match with Rollins tonight so Cena can fight for their jobs. And, of course, it's a Lumberjack match. And, of course, all the Lumberjacks are every heel on the roster. Which yes. was awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a John Cena-Seth Rollins match. We've seen those a lot <laughs> uh, over the past couple months. Um, eventually, you know, the Lumberjacks interfere and beat Cena down, and then Rollins gets, Rollins, uh, gets the pin. Can we highlight, though, Cesaro's big swing yes. on Cena against Into the, the barricade. barricade? That was, that was probably the That was the part. best part of the yeah, whole match. Really I was, was I was honestly just glad to see Cesaro not lose a match on television. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, All right. So then we go backstage and we have Stephanie uh, talking to the Usos and Dean Ambrose. Uh, does anyone know what she was referring to that the Usos did on SmackDown that they were being punished for? No, because I didn't watch yes. it. No, <laughs> I was like, no one, no one watches SmackDown, oh, so no one's going to know why they're being punished. No, they said it on SmackDown this week, and I can't remember. Yeah, but again, it, no one watched SmackDown. The real, the real problem with SmackDown is that if you don't watch it and you just watch Raw... You literally miss nothing because they barely bring it no, up, Smackdown and there's there's nothing that happened that changes the landscape of any of the storylines on their now Thursday night show. Exactly, but there were some good matches on SmackDown this week, uh, so at least we have that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they say that Naomi has a one-handed match. Uh, later tonight as punishment for the Usos. Uh, I really hate these one-handed matches that they keep doing for the Divas. They are awful. They never do that for the guys. Well, what's funny, though, is that the match was still so weak. Like It was really bad. They had Alicia Fox going against Naomi. Yes. I just, I don't know. See, I miss, like, I've been watching Attitude Era, and they literally had Diva Hardcore matches, and it was the best thing ever. They did. And they were just beating the hell out of each other. Why the hell not? Let's bring in intergender. Let's bring in hardcore. Then people might actually like watch the divas division instead of using that I'm as a all piss about break. Some intergender matches, please. Yes, yes but, please. But if you, if you end up in a hardcore match with divas and you end up with women bleeding on television, that goes outside their PG rating that they don't want to get away from. That's there and lies the problem. Um, okay, next Stephanie sends Ambrose to a therapist uh, because she says he's a threat to himself and others, and he has to be cleared. Uh, before you can compete in the Royal Rumble. So, if, if yeah, you're not happens. scared of elbows, El- Ambrose is not a very big threat anymore. Yeah. He does I, an I elbow off the top rope like every week. It's a macho what man throwback. Mm. Okay, and then there was a really weird Ms. Golden Go- Globes promo backstage where he said he was an FOG, a friend of George. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, that though, made no sense whatsoever. There was no point to that promo. I wonder if they're really friends. Took up time. I love. No. No. He's, there's no way the Miz is really friends with George Clooney. I love Miz and well, Miz. Well, I mean, they have the Stacey, Stacey, Stacey Keebler, Keebler connection. Connection, yes. I don't maybe. think George is friends with the Miz. But, okay, love, now we're looking into six degrees of separation with George Clooney and, <laughs> and the Miz. No, see, Miz and Miz Dow, though, they don't need to be relevant. They need to be doing that stupid Hollywood bullshit that they're doing because that matches the character. They don't. 
need to be fighting for the titles and whatever. Do stupid Golden Globe promos. Do stupidity. It's the comedy part of the show. Let it be. They keep trying to make them relevant and fight the Usos every damn week. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing them versus the Usos. It's really just Miz versus Usos. But never this promo Miz wasn't funny fight. either, so it kind of yeah. was just pointless. All right, then we actually had a match. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Tyson Kidd, I think. Uh, I don't know. The, the New Day was out there, and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro and Adam Rose were out there, and someone was fighting someone. I it was confused. a tag match, right? Was it a tag match? It was match? a tag with Cesaro and Tyson Kidd against... Two Kofi, of the new day, and then the other smaller guy, not yeah, Biggie. Woods, not Biggie, yeah, uh, Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods, yeah. And why was Adam Rose out there? I think they're, they're trying to make keep him relevant. They're te- teaming him up with Kid and uh, like I know that Cesaro. Uh, they were like part of his little party group and like with their little suits on. Yeah, but I don't think they cared about Adam Rose. I think they just did that like. So yeah. I don't know why Adam Rose is like hanging. He's, he's like that that person that you show a little bit of attention and then they don't leave you alone. They follow you everywhere. <laughs> Stage four clinger, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's NXT connection or something. No, like I don't they know. wanted to do something together, so they are just letting Adam maybe. Rose stand there. I don't know. He's kind of useless. Uh, the, I think the best part of this one was Cesaro is doing the giant swing and Kid dropped Kit Kofi out of the swing. That was, that was, that really, was really good. good. Yeah. But uh, what happened at the end? Uh, New Day gets a clean pin, yeah. which I don't understand at all. They're just, they cannot, they, Vince really just doesn't like Cesaro, I no, think, I at know. all. At I'm, least he didn't get pinned, but, yeah. okay, so we can go ahead and just admit, I'm a huge Cesaro fan. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're going to hear that a lot for me. Derek wants to get in Cesaro's wrestling trunks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, who doesn't, but... All right, so next, oh boy, uh, we had the in-ring promo with Big Show coming out, calling everyone losers, said he's at the top of the food chain. I spaced uh, out for about He said five this was, that was probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, he called Roman Reigns a loser and all of his fans losers. This is some really creative stuff that he had well, going here. I don't disagree with him on Roman Reigns. You know, Reigns, I was waiting for him to pull out some Yo Mama jokes. Like, he was just but like, I, I you're don't a loser underst- and you're a loser and you're a loser. <laughs> I don't understand the Big Show push, though. I, I have no I interest in watching him do anything. I, his matches aren't that interesting. No. But they continue to push him to the forefront for who knows why. Um, he can make Roman, Roman look Reigns. strong, Scoot. He can make oh, Roman right. look That's strong. right. He can make Roman look strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Roman Reigns interrupts the loser speech and possibly gives his worst promo ever. And that says a lot. The bedtime story? That was great. really, really yeah. bad promos. Uh, this one, he starts talking about Jack and the Beanstalk and fighting. A, the, uh, it was really, really bad. Although. It was really hard to listen to. I'm pretty sure I had to go check to see if my ears were bleeding after this was over. That's not good. There was somewhere I saw or heard that Vince used that exact same promo with Shane and Big Show back in the early 2000s. So it's not even like just it's bad just material. Crap. It's reused bad material. Wow. Which 30, is awful. 30 writers and you can't get new material. That's well, apparently sad. Vince is, is writing all of Roman Reigns' promos is what I read. So... Which so you let a senile old man write all the promos for what you want to be your when your number one superstar. <laughs> you know, he does what he wants. Um, okay, so then we had Roman Reigns versus Luke Harper. Uh, Big Show is probably the best part of this match because he sits there and heckles them the whole time. Um, Reigns pins Harper after a spear, and then Big Show beats down Reigns. I feel like we see this every week. It's pretty much a replay over and over and over with those two. I'm sick of these... Big guy matches. I want Big Show on commentary at all times because he is better than Booker T and Cole. Yes, but you can barely understand what he said. That could be a better. It's job just for funny. Him. Have the authority insert. Have the authority insert their representative on the announce team. Have Cole and JBL bitch about it all the time, and he can just totally pull for the authority the whole time. Because JBL tries to be a heel, but everyone agrees with him, so it doesn't. Really, he's not really the heel anymore. So put in a real heel, but then Big Show will cry and turn face next week after they do that. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we go back to Miz again backstage, uh, who does another Golden Globes promo. Uh, this one, <laughs> Miz Dow says he's been secretly filming The Miz for the movie Manhood. Yeah, I didn't understand this. <laughs> I guess it's like a, for Boyhood, is that yes. kind of yeah. like yeah. 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 the parody there? Okay. And The Miz looked a little freaked out. Uh, 
Well, you can only imagine the things that the that Mizdow had actually caught <laughs> on camera with the Miz doing alone in his but, home. But wouldn't that be the true method acting for a stunt double of the Miz? Yes. yes. To film him twenty four seven so he could copy him at home. Let's talk about Mizdow. <laughs> is this your theory? Okay. Yes. Okay, I okay. love this. Mizdow is supposed to be the Miz's stunt double, right? Right. But if he's the one on the outside of the ring copying everything that the Miz does. The Miz is on the inside of the ring, part of the action, actually fighting people. Taking bumps. Doesn't that make Miz the stunt double for Miz Dow? I believe it does. Absolutely. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense anyway. I love it, but it doesn't make any sense. You've ruined it for me. (laughs) I'm waiting for the Miz Dow breakaway. I hope it happens at Rumble, but they may be scared of doing it. But, oh my God, I want him... To come out to the biggest pop in the world when he finally just punches Miz in the face. No, I thought it I would like happen. this. <laughs> I thought it, you know, that they would do something with him in the Rumble match, but now that they're having a match with the Usos at the Rumble, I don't know that they're going to be in the Rumble match itself, which is kind of sad. Mm, they might, because there's too much comedy there. They did repeats, a bunch of the ones we watched last night. They had some guys who had had matches earlier, so they still could. And mm-hmm. if it's Miz, Miz Dow, they'll only be around for a second. And yeah. Then they'll, I'm not tired of their antics yet. I could, I I'm could not watch. Either. I could watch them. I don't them know. I, a I'm, lot not, either, I'm not necessarily tired of their antics, but I'm tired of like them and the Usos. I think. Well, yeah, that's just they need more tag. The Usos. Need well, that's more the tag. problem is they don't have they anybody have, I don't, else I don't for them. I don't necessarily want to see Ms. Dow fighting the Ascension either. <laughs> how, how many tag teams do they have right now? Ms. Yeah. Ms. Dow, the Dust, Cesaro, Tyson would be good for Dust, Cesaro, Tyson, yeah, New Day, kind of heels, I guess. That's five. Yeah. Is that it? Pretty much. They they should Ascension. bring up so six so six, but Ascension doesn't count. Yeah, they <laughs> should just like get rid of Lost Matadoras and bring up um. Oh, those the Lucha seven. Dragons. Oh, yeah. I don't like them either. Yeah, but that would be a good trade, and the Lucha Dragons are a lot better to watch than yeah. They yeah. Are. The only I thing I would miss is El Torito. I would really miss his <laughs> high flying midget. No, he can he can but hang he can around. He'll just dragons. change to something else. That's true. He, he could, could be El Dragonito. That yes. would work. Yeah, he's, he could have a, a tail. L lizard. Yes. L lizard. Yeah. L lizard. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, Naomi versus Alicia Fox. There's nothing to say about that. It was no. Bad. Not at um, all. We go backstage again with Dean Ambrose, who is with the therapist. Uh, and he's doing image association. The Rorschach That test. was the best part that of the That was pretty funny. Promo. A lot of people have been saying this was like the worst part of the show, but I'm I not. think he's a great actor. Maybe my sense of humor is just like Vince McMahon's because I laughed a little bit at this. <laughs> I, thought I did too. The Jim Duggan segue into the Stephanie McMahon the picture. Whole, that was yeah. great. I think I laughed the most at Kane and Toothpaste, though. That was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have. Are we going to explain Hayman. that, or are we going to let the crowd figure it out on their own? They can. They can figure it out. I'm not telling them. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar backstage. Typical sort of Paul Heyman pep talk to Brock. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. All right. Then we have the Miz versus one of the Usos. Which it was not a who cares? Um, yeah. I don't yeah. It was just it was. a singles match. Uh, it was basically the same match we've seen for like two months straight now. Miz Dow distracts him and Miz pins. So. Uh, <clears throat> All right, then Daniel Bryan comes out to the ring uh, and starts a little pep rally for the Royal Rumble. Uh, Stephanie interrupts and makes Daniel Bryan and Kane for SmackDown. Making SmackDown matches on Raw. That's an, such a new That's thing. That's so new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kane comes out and he and Bryan start brawling. And this was, Bryan was not holding back here. No, he, he did like some serious moves. Ring dives and everything. Yeah, you know, I was impressed with his agility. I got yeah. excited because I'm really glad that Daniel Bryan is back. Me too. And it was nice because they let him pick back up where he left off. Like they weren't making him be super sweet baby face. It's like, okay, somebody's beating my ass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat him back. Yes. And he went all out, which is what he did last yes. year that got him over. Mm-hmm. So. All right, uh, Brie Bella versus Paige, uh, Natty and Tyson Kidd and Nikki are ringside. Uh, I feel like we've seen this like four or five times now too. Yeah, Same I thing. can't figure out where Tyson Kid keeps this. distracting and Yeah. This time it was Paige that lost and she slapped him and he just no sold it like he, a motherfucker. I know it was like nothing. <laughs> he just stood there. <laughs> like, he just grinned. That was all on, there was at least to it. It looked like it hurt a little bit. Paige is yep. a badass. If she slaps you, it's gonna hurt, you know? Yeah. But what was interesting to that was 
Natalia's reaction, how yeah. she kind of had a smile on her face about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just kind of grinned and looked away. Yeah. I think she was glad he got slapped. Y- yeah. Y'all, She's doing good in this angle. I yeah. Think. I, I, I'm not really necessarily tired of the angle. They just need to, you know. Do more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y'all are missing the best part of that match. What was Tyson that? Kidd's cat shirt. Tyson Kidd's yeah. cat That was, was better than the match. Yes. In the, rest. the worst part of the match was Natalia's hair because it almost looked like a mullet. <laughs> You don't like the slick back Oh, yeah, look. she had it slicked on the sides. Oh, it was awful. I mean, it, she is a heart. She can have a mullet. Well, yeah, if you're going to be from the Heart Foundation, you can have a mullet, I guess. She's been looking good lately, too. Like, yes. It was, the dress was fine. Her makeup was yeah. fine. She looked pretty stand there, but not with the blonde mullet. It just didn't do it for me. I think she's been killing it lately. Natalia? Yeah, yeah. with her appearance. Yes. Yes. Not to mention her match on NXT. She was doing moves that I didn't even know she could do because yeah. they don't let them wrestle on Raw. I know. And so, you know, I realized, like, wow. She All can... the matches on Raw end up in roll-ups. Like, yeah, it's yep. bad, yep. man. All right, then we had the Ascension again. Uh, <laughs> versus random no-name uh, wrestlers. So I wonder who's going to win that. Was this their promo? Did they do their promo? Again. When they're, they're talking about how they're better than like you know the road the warriors, warriors and they've yeah. been doing it for I'm weeks and no one cares. I kind of like it. They're calling out these iconic tag teams. They're trying to, but they don't. You don't really have tag teams like this anymore. With like you know the makeup and all the crazy costumes yeah, it's and super stuff. Super like dated, that. except the dust. Yeah, I kind of like it though. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how where this goes. There are it's better gonna, ways. I feel like it's going to go nowhere. You think there are better ways to create heat than calling out legends. If you're going to sell me a Legion of Doom DVD, which WWE wants to do, don't call out the legends. Find another way. Go after the face. Go after the crowd. Do anything but call out the legends because that just makes it sound dumb. And most of the fans now don't even know who the hell Legion of Doom That's was. That's very true. Sure. So it's not going to create the heat they're looking for. I, I think the Ascension's boring as shit other than that uppercut. The uppercut's awesome. Everything else about them sucks. Yes. I forget what it's even called. They're bad. I like their ring gear. <laughs> Wait, I, I have a new theory. Isn't there a Mad Max movie coming out? Yes. yes. Does Vince have stock in that? I doubt it. it oh, okay. It, there's going to be some cross-promotion, I bet. I don't know. V- it's possible. V- Vince will get a paycheck from that, I bet. Mm. Tom Hardy will host Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Can he do it in the Bane voice? Oh, God, I wish. Hugh Jackman hosted Raw before. I could Tom Hardy could do it. Tom Hardy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want them to get Stephen Amell from Arrow to do it. He's a huge wrestling fan, and he's really hot. <laughs> right. Of course, Arrow, the um, yeah. Green Goblin. What's it called? Green what? Arrow. I think he's the Green the Green Arrow. The green arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, we go backstage again to Dean, and he's with the therapist. The therapist is now laying on the couch crying, and. Uh, Dean gets him to sign the papers and then makes fun of him for sitting down and peeing. And then <laughs> that was bad. Like the other part of that was good. That part, I was just like, yeah, that was, was a 12 year old wrote it. Like, that's what my students would say, like trying to make fun it of somebody. Was like you sit down full, when you pee. It was full Vince. You yeah. know, yeah. Vince was laughing his ass off at that. But it's actually medically proven that it's better for your bladder and prostate to sit down and pee. <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah. Do you sit down Things when you pee? Even... Only Things if I'm learn. drunk. Okay. If I can't stand, that's the only reason I would sit down to pee so I don't fall. Dropping in. the science on you. I always sit down to pee. <laughs> oh, come on, April. Get with the game. <laughs> you got to practice right. your aim, April. All right. We go uh, in ring promo with Rusev and Lana, who thank the authority for firing Ryback, which canceled their match against him tonight. Uh, Dean Ambrose interrupts, which is sort of random. Uh, drop kicks Rusev. And then they go to commercial, and then we come back, and it's magically a match. <laughs> yeah, just all of a sudden. <laughs> There's a ref. Apparently the bell rang at some point, and now they're fighting each other. Well, we weren't watching the WWE app, or we would have known that, April. Yeah, you know, i got to get on that. I'll just watch USA, because I pay for cable. Um, all right, so what happens here, Ambrose injures his knee, and the ref calls the match off, and it really pisses off Ambrose, because he didn't want him to call it. Yeah, that was a cop out. They're really running out of ways to find for Rusev not to lose. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen soon. Maybe he loses at WrestleMania or something. I could see Mania. I think Roman Reigns should be him at WrestleMania, but I don't think that's what's gonna happen. I would love to see that match. I think they should do that instead of pushing him right into the main title scene. Yep. 
All let I him, know. Let him get the U.S. title from Rusev first. I mean, that's that's gonna make him look strong. <laughs> it will, but you gotta make people care about that title, you know. Which well, they don't. Roman Reigns get, takes it back from him. But you see, know? I'm still. What you do is you award the title directly to CM Punk, and then have <laughs> then have Punk and Reigns fight at the United yes. Center in Chicago during a Blackhawks game, and that way April is so into it. That, go to Chicago see, that. that would be worth it. That would be something that would get everybody involved. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, and then we come to the end of the show, which I think was the only really good part of the show. Uh, the in-ring contract signing with John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, Seth Rollins, Triple H, and Stephanie. Uh, Heyman and Rollins bicker a bit, which was really good. Rollins is really, really good on the microphone lately. Yes. He has been. Very good. Uh, you know what amazed me most about that, though? What's that? Brock took the mic for a second. Like, not very long. He's but been doing that a little towards bit. Towards the end, I'm like, oh shit, Brock is speaking. Why? What did he say? Yeah. He, it was basically, Rollins, you don't want to fight me. I'm beat your ass and mm-hmm. Cena's ass and fuck you guys. Yeah. That, that was the general gist. Yeah. And then Cena interrupts and says, well, uh, tells Rollins, we're going to kick your ass and then I'm going <laughs> to kick your ass to Lesnar. Uh, Rollins points out to Cena that all of his plans have failed or backfired, <laughs> which is very true. I so mean, he he's should right. probably give up, right? <laughs> yes. A whole he lot of suplexes. Um, we already have. Yes. So. And then uh, everyone hits their moves on each other. Cena AAs Brock through the table. Uh, Rollins ends up curb stomping Cena and Lesnar. Uh, that was probably the best part of the show, can, I think. Can we just talk about the curb stop for yeah, a second? sure. That is the best finisher I have ever fucking seen. It mm-hmm. looks so painful, and it's totally not because if you look close, it's always on their back. But I like it. I don't it's know if it's the best easily I've ever seen. my favorite finisher I've seen. Well, I would I would like it a lot NWD. better if Cena could sell it. Oh, he wow. jumps off the ground every time he gets the curb stomp uh, put on him. He yeah. he hops up on all fours, jumps, and gets slammed to the ground. Mm. I mean, in WWE, I'm not talking indies or whatever. In the atmosphere right now, the PG era. That's easily the most violent thing they're allowed to do, and it's awesome. I really time. like um, in NXT, Baron Corbin has a good finisher. The end of day, that, yeah, flip thing. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good. So that was Raw. Uh, <laughs> not very good again. No. Um, no, they're failing. Uh, that whole yeah scene right there on Monday nights. There's one more Raw before the Rumble. Uh, that's this Monday, which I'm actually not going to watch it live. So, uh, I'll be watching. Uh, the raw alternative this week. Uh, I don't know. You guys might not know about that. Uh, there's I do. But. A bunch of indie promotions are getting together and uh, airing a bunch of matches that have never been released before on YouTube as a live show uh, during Raw. I did not know that. Um, so that's what I'm going to be watching. Uh, and then I'll DVR Raw and watch it later. Um, what kind of matches are these? Young Bucks, uh, is young, young Bucks are in there. Kevin Steen okay. is in there. It's all indie matches. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's letting people know that there is an alternative. If you're really, really tired of the WWE, sick of the product, it's not hard these days uh, to find something else to watch that might be a little more entertaining. Yeah, because there's plenty of wrestling out there to be seen yes. that Vince McMahon doesn't have any control over. Yes. Which, which, is, a, which is huge so as far better. as storylines go mm-hmm. and what they'll allow the wrestlers to do in and out of ring. There's some good stuff. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you've never seen a Young Bucks match, you've never seen a Kevin Steen match, El Generico, uh, El Generico uh, any, any of these guys, uh, I would suggest you take a look at that on Monday on YouTube. Uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. I don't know yeah. if she has a match in this or not. They were going to add a women's match. Um, and I have a feeling she would have one. You can would be you her. can still find a world's cutest tag team match to yes. see her and Joey Ryan uh, wrestling a variety of other tag teams. With, yes, uh, they are probably my favorite tag team on the Indies right now, uh, even more so than the Young Bucks. Uh, and the Young Bucks are really really good. So, uh, all right, let's move on and talk a little bit about SmackDown. I watched SmackDown. Doug, you watched? Yeah, I Smackdown. watched it. Yesterday, I think. You guys did not watch SmackDown. I did not watch we'll SmackDown. We'll tell you about it. Okay. Um, the middle of it was so-so. Typical well, okay. SmackDown stuff. But we got to start out. I was expecting, they've been advertising for weeks, Daniel Bryan coming back on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I expected them to wait a little bit. I expected them to save that. It was the straight out the gate, 
Here's Daniel Bryan in his ring gear. First match, yeah. It was the first match. He mm-hmm. cuts yeah, in a little promo. Kane. Who interrupted him? Steph? I can't. Yeah, I think so. Steph comes out and is like, all right, Kane's going to beat your ass. Come on. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty decent match, if I'm remembering right. But yeah. that could just be my love of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was back. just good to see Daniel Bryan wrestling again. And Kane, Kane knows how to make people look good. Yeah, Kane doesn't have bad matches, yeah. generally. It was, it, was, it was a good match. So. Um, and then uh, the last match was good. Yeah, so what happened... The six-man tag? Yes. Yeah, they... Uh, Brian was running from... Not running, but like just trying to get away from the authority doing authority things. And they're kind of taunting him like, where's your backup, bitch? And then Ambrose and Reigns come up behind him. And they create a six-man tag with pretty much the three biggest faces outside of Cena... Yeah. versus authority people and it it was good i enjoyed it mm-hmm. it was it just turned into a giant brawl mm-hmm. which is everything i wanted it to be so yes. for smackdown and they gave it a long time that in match that it was, was the, one of the best parts about smackdown it was like a 20 minute yeah long match it was mm-hmm. very long so everybody got they their really got and, to yeah tell a story with the match um, and then uh, we'll get to the, the very best part of SmackDown, in yes. my opinion, which was Seth Rollins uh, and, and Paul Heyman cutting promos on each other in the ring. Uh, and Seth Rollins, literally, while he's talking, gets so in Paul Heyman's face there in the corner of the ring. He's literally, like, on top of him. Like, he mounts him. Up on the, the ropes. Ring. Yeah. It's, it, but it was really... Hair dripping all over Paul Heyman's suit face. you think it would, like, face. be giggling, but it was, like, so intense. I was like... Mm-hmm. Well, and Heyman... Crazy. Heyman was selling the fuck out of it. Like he really was. his face was what you would imagine if wrestling was real. Yeah. What he would think if somebody was about to attack him. Mm-hmm. He's, he is the king of the promo. I don't know anyone that does it better. He sells everything. He has the best lines, best comebacks. Heyman needs to do every promo for anyone who can't do promos. Yes. If uh, this was the best promo I've seen in WWE, you don't see that often too either. Is like heel on heel. Yeah, promos. True. It was yeah. so good. And you, the, you really need to look it up and watch it. But and the best part about the entire promo is as Rollins is up in Heyman's face, giving him all this shit, telling him that he's going to curb stomp him here in the ring, Heyman finds a way to turn around, talk his way out of it, win the argument, drop the mic, and walk away. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it was uh, awesome. Much, yeah. <laughs> Basically the gist of it, Rollins tried to cash in, but Brock's not there, and Heyman's like, Brock's what do never you want there. me to do? Brock's never here. <laughs> And uh, it, so Rollins gets in his face and is on top of them. And like Heyman looks terrified. And then like Scoot said, he turns it around. He's like, wait a second. Let me just explain something here. My client is the world champion. My client has been the world champion for a long time. My client has changed the face of the company where the world champion only shows up when he has to. Mm-hmm. Every day I get more power. If you want to challenge that power, bring it. And it was amazing. That was me paraphrasing, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. He also kind of gave him a an insight to the future that if when and how Brock decides to relinquish the title, uh, that it could possibly go to Seth Rollins and Brock could be his backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'll, was another twist in the why Seth Rollins didn't actually curb stomp Paul Heyman in the ring. I'm going to be so excited if Rollins ends up leaving with the title at the Rumble. I think they'll wait till Mania, but... I don't know. I, I now, April, am with you on Rollins, Heyman. I want that to be a thing. Yeah. But yeah. it might be too much good in one spot. Yeah. It, it, it would just be so epic when they finally turned on each other. Yeah. All right. You guys want to talk about some good wrestling? Yes. <laughs> hey, finally. SmackDown was good wrestling this week. Uh, well, the, NXT yeah. this week, we have Renee Young, Rich Brennan, and Alex Riley on commentary. I love when Renee's on commentary. Me too. Where was Corey best. Graves? Uh, the, in NXT, they like switch like from week. Like They'll have one group one the, week. They have Jason yeah. Albert, Corey Graves, and somebody else I don't know. Is Alex Riley's on every week, I think. Is he? Why? Maybe. I don't know. I don't understand why they let him talk mm-hmm. at all. I can't stand Alex Riley. I think he's they, the Mrs. Protege. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, this started out pretty good. Tyson Kidd versus Finn Balor to open uh, up the show. That was okay, a pretty good match. Before we talk about the match itself, I have to talk about Tyson Kidd's kick pads with all his cats <laughs> on them. He had all four of his cat, the one deceased cat, and the three current cats that him and Natty have are on the kick pads, which is the best. Yes. 
There's a uh, temptation. You you watched it, the cat food commercial. Yes. Yeah, yeah with, with the, the cats cat as boots. That's, That's what great. I think of all the time. Because yep. the cats actually look like his cats, too. Derek, I'll show it to you later. Really and fun. then Renee was talking about um, how she'd talked to Tyson Kidd before the match, and he had uh, he had dedicated the match dedicated to his cat. Dedicated the match to his <laughs> cat. Dedicated to his cat, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, li- I love everything about Tyson's, Tyson's character right now. It's so good. If you um, call yourself a wrestling fan and are not watching NXT, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you got This get is on the that. first episode, so I have to say this this one time. Go watch NXT now. All yes. of it. Okay. Continue uh, conversation. Derek Tyson tried tried to do your move in the first three minutes of the match. He's trying to run away back. <laughs> he <in>. did. <laughs> he tried to pull the I can't even. Derek, if he ever becomes a wrestler, his signature move is gonna be the I can't even. <laughs> and what that is is I literally just cannot even, and I get out of the ring and just walk away. Just walk away. That is my finishing move. <laughs> That's <Yeah. his> finisher. <laughs> he can never win, but he'll never lose either. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, are, are we getting weekend. to the thing we saw last week today? Or, yeah, we'll talk about that, okay. that next. Um, there was a really cool move in the middle of this that where Finn Balor sort of like uh, slingshotted around Tyson Kidd and then... It, it, it's like it was like a clothesline that turned into a neck break breaker. It was really crazy and awesome. Um, Could you demonstrate that for us? No, I, <laughs> I am nowhere, have nowhere near Finn Balor's skill set as a, as a wrestler. Um, and uh, he he ended up going over the top rope at one point. It was it was a really good match. Um, Finn looked amazing, and he, he did. Won, it was so. a and Tyson Kidd's not a bad wrestler. He. He generally has good matches as well, and he definitely made Finn look very good in that match. I think Tyson's a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting for Kid to be like the next big heel because he, I didn't get it when he was like half NXT, half main roster, and now he's mainly main roster. But I'm starting to see why people were like going crazy over him. I was like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Nobody cares. And but now I'm starting to get it. Like the. The moves he can do and the things he can let other people do with no one getting injured is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE was really lucky, I think, to get Finn Balor with the number of indie guys that are turning them down these days. I'm surprised he didn't because he was a huge star already yeah. in Japan, making mm-hmm. a lot of money. Um, he That dude is made out of dollar signs. <laughs> He's going to make them so much money. He's got the look. He's got the presence. His entrances are crazy. His amazing. merchandise alone, just from his entrances. It's crazy. He's just, he's going to be huge. Vince is, so Vince is going to have to be gone first. He's going to be too short for Vince. I don't know. I think they would water him down, though, if he ever got caught up to the main roster. Uh, I mean, you're probably right, but I, I hope, really not. hope not. Again, Vince needs to be gone by the time Finn <laughs> yeah. goes up. Period. Um, all right. So we have Baron Corbin versus Bull Dempsey, which has been building for a really, really long time. Like six uh, weeks? These guys have had stare downs when one was leaving a match and the other one was coming in. Um, Baron Corbin spent months not talking at all. And then, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, he finally got on the mic. Um, and then they, they gave us this payoff match, which was kind of a letdown. It was short. It was Very. like three minutes, and, and Corbin hit end of days and, and pinned Bull Dempsey clean. Um, so I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know if they're going to keep it going and maybe let Bull get a win and, and sort of go back and forth with it. I can see that. A feud um, would be good with those two. Yeah. What NXT can do that the main roster hasn't been able to do since I've started watching again, they can have the same guys wrestle six or seven times and have a new story and keep it interesting and do a variety of moves mm-hmm. instead of every week we're like, shit, this again? I, yeah, I think I was just really surprised to see a, a clean pin because they never do that on Raw anymore. Yeah. Every, no match ends that way. So it, it, it's going to be good. I think they can actually have a feud where people are actually winning matches versus every match ending, you know, with something crazy. Um. In this match, too, there was a point where there was like 30 seconds of silence. All the commentators shut their mouths and just sort of let you hear the sound of the match. Yeah. And it was awesome. I was I kind of looked up like, you know, I was sort of halfway doing it and taking notes on it, too, at the same time. And I kind of looked up when that happened like, this is great. <laughs> Sometimes silence is better than, damn. <laughs> <laughs> or, or JR, stop the damn man. By God. <laughs> 
right. Uh, next we had Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair and Natalia. That was a pretty good match. It was a good match. Yeah. You know, this is where I was saying they were letting Natty do moves that I didn't even know she could do because yeah. they never get to fight on Raw. So um, it was nice. Did, did Natty finish the Heart Dungeon, unlike her husband? I would assume so. She grew up there. Yeah. I mean, she Because she's okay. actually family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because um, that explains it. I mean, there's no way you could get trained as a heart and yeah. not have good moves. Uh, yeah. Another clean pen here. Um, Was it clean? I thought sort of clean. Had tights. Maybe, yeah, Did maybe she, she tights? grabbed her yeah, tights. Yeah, she grabbed Charlotte's tights, um, I think. I was still surprised that, that, yeah. that Sasha Banks won that, but, that, you know, that's fine. I don't. I wonder where they're going with to the next special. She's actually now. pretty over for a heel Sasha, already. Yeah. I like yeah. Sasha Banks. I have friends that Sasha's really Ratchet hate Derek. her, like... Not just as a wrestler, like I think maybe as a person too. Yeah, but, but as uh, the... I don't have any problem with her. I think she's, I think she does her job well. So, yeah. um, and then we have uh, the NXT title rematch between Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville. This was so good again. They, yeah. God, they just they never. Uh, you know, you think it might be like a carbon copy of the first match, but it wasn't. They were doing different moves in this one that were just as crazy. Uh-huh. You know. We we talked about this last night when we were testing everything for the podcast. Uh, there's recording that'll never see the light of day, but uh, <laughs> we will. We were watching it again, and April's a huge Sami Zayn fan. Mm. She got me into NXT, and now I'm a huge Sami Zayn fan. <laughs> but they've done this match a few times, and it sh- could be boring by now. Mm. But they've been telling not just the story of each match, but They've been learning each other's moves and countering. That was the best part about this mm-hmm. to me, was all the crazy deadly finishers both of them have. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them got countered at least once, and it yeah. was amazing. Zane goes to do uh, his diving through the ropes DDT that yeah. he does, and Neville kicks him Caught in the him face. It was so face. good. I yelled so loud when that happened. I was like mad. I was like, no, Sammy got kicked in the face. But I was like... <laughs> I mean, I marked out. Yeah. <laughs> and Sammy just stops, like, dead. Like, yeah. that kick actually meant something. Yeah. Versus the cell, sometimes. The cell on that kick. just Yeah. Because the good. camera's right there at that corner. So when he gets kicked, it instantly zooms in on Sammy's face. Mm-hmm. And he played the cell very well. They, it was Okay, talking about selling, I asked April this okay. at work. The Hurricane Rana, where it looks like Sammy Zayn lands on his head slash on his neck yeah Yeah. and like he looks stunned april thinks he was just selling it really well yeah i I think think he was was legitimately kind of shaken up (laughs) it's hard to tell what it is is i've seen uh so many of his matches before wwe and he takes that bump a lot yeah um and he's fine i think he's the same way every time yeah i think he's figured a way to land to where he actually lands on his shoulder not his neck it's hard to tell because, I mean, he, he always had a mask on when yeah. I saw it before. So. I heard an interview with Doc Amon, like the main WWE doctor, and mm-hmm. he was saying it was really weird when he first came in because he wasn't sure what was selling and what was actual concussions. And he said some of these guys in the ring, they sell a concussion better than people with actual concussions. Like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. So it wouldn't surprise me with how long Sammy's been at it mm-hmm. if he can sell that like some of the other guys. Um, he's he's easily one of the best things in wrestling right now. Something funny during this match, I don't know if you guys noticed it. There was a lady in the crowd that had like she was holding up like a vanity plate for her car, and, and it diva? was like a Virginia plate. It just said WWE Diva. <laughs> she Whoa! Looked so, she looked so proud of her vanity plate. She was like holding it up and smiling. I was like, wow, she's she loves that. She loves that. How many other she people like in the state of Virginia like do you think applied for that and can't get it now? <laughs> I laughed pretty hard when I saw her. Is Virginia a wrestling state? I wouldn't it's, know. It's in the south below yeah. the Mason-Dixon line, yeah. so I would say yes. For sure. And I'm sure they've done shows in Roanoke and, and other places. Norfolk. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Zane gets the pin after he uh, gives uh, Neville the Haluva kick, yeah. <laughs> which is the best name ever. Uh, and then Kevin Owens comes out again uh, and power bombs him in the middle of the ring this time. Stands over him and then kicks the belt in his face. He did kick yeah. it right in the side of his head. I loved that. He's like, the, kick I your wish, belt. I wish more heels would just do dickish things to the belt. Yeah, just, yeah. That just, just means disrespect nothing. it. Yeah, yep. it's such a heel move, and yep. it just it pisses me off. Like, 
on a personal level almost like you did not just kick that belt it makes me hate him more you know the the problem i have with him kicking that belt is that belt looks so much better than the one for wwe i love their belt yeah nxt's belt all look better they don't have a fucking butterfly for (laughs) but even owens is like gear is heel like it's literally a t-shirt and duct tape with an xt logo on the back yes like that's like eh, fuck your gear i don't Mm -hmm. need this shit it's amazing that yeah. that character has only been around what a month maybe, mm-hmm. and it's already one of the best things they have. It's yes. insane. NXT is going to even better places than it has been, and it's yeah because the so. the Kevin Owens promo that uh, he did where he was gonna sit down and have a conversation and. The first question was about Sami Zayn, and he's like, "F this," and gets up and walks away. That was the total best. heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's like, "I ain't got time for this shit. I'm out," and walks mm-hmm. off. See, it's and I, so good to I see think them feuding again. Part of what's so good about NXT is they accept their past. They make it part of the story. They're in the upbringing, Japan, Mexico, wherever they've been. They talk about all of it. Unless they you're Alex Riley and you think everyone's a rookie. Yeah, Al- yeah. Alex Riley is kayfabe announcer. He's terrible. Well, even and, though Sami Zayn doesn't admit to uh, being El Generico, how could still, you? He still, um, you know, had had the same history as as. But they traveled yeah. together. Yeah. It creates automatic storylines because it's already happened, mm-hmm. which would save the main roster if they would start doing that crap, mm-hmm. but they won't. So, because Vince is crazy. All right. So, another yep. fantastic week of NXT. Uh, NXT has moved to Wednesdays now, which sucks for me because I work on Wednesdays. So, now I'm like the last person watching it. Well, <laughs> I tell you this I if I attended church, I would quit going now that <laughs> <laughs> so you can stay home and watch it. I, I have um, the next specials on February 11th, uh, the live special. We'll um, be here. <laughs> and I have requested to be off that night so that I can, can actually watch the live special live. I will not make that mistake again and yeah. miss the special. <laughs> I was going to say, Scoot, you yeah. are coming to this I will one, be here. Maybe. Sounds good. All right, you guys want to talk about a little bit about the first couple episodes of Total Divas? That yes! <laughs> Derek and right, Scoot I'll, have been I'll waiting a, on this. I'm going to pull Derek's move, and I can't even, because <laughs> I don't watch this show. I am completely out. So. Why don't you watch this show, Doug? Uh, one, I don't have cable. <laughs> Two. You could have Hulu, though. Yeah, but that's it's on Hulu. Money. Uh, the Divas division just doesn't do it for me mostly because they don't let them do anything good. Do you good. not enjoy reality TV, Doug? No, I really don't. I've been on reality TV and I don't need that shit anymore. And I see, sh- I personally hate reality TV. I will not watch any reality TV except for this. Yeah. I like I, I like the cameos on there. You get to see sort yeah. of Daniel Bryan and John Cena in, in their element a little bit, you know. It's it's kind of nice. I don't definitely don't watch it for Eva Marie storylines. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I watch it to keep up a little bit. I know they're going to reference it on Raw, and I just like to know what's going on, I yeah. guess. So, um, Eva Marie is uh, still lying to everyone. <laughs> Especially her husband. Yeah. <laughs> How do you marry someone and be like, yeah, he, he's always talking about literally having a football team of kids. She doesn't want any, and she thinks that's fine that she no has kids. never told him that. Uh, I don't want any kids. They only dated for two and a half months before they got married, which I find to be rather odd. And then her strictly Catholic family is a total bunch of weirdos to me as well. Yeah, she does have a weird family. They're dickheads. They're all they are. assholes. <laughs> they are. And, you know, you see uh, her dad wearing all kind of crap that you wouldn't normally see a dad wearing. Is it like, like affliction shirts? Yeah, but like it's that? some crap called Red Chapter. So I go into looking into what the hell that is. She used to model for him. So oh, that's where they get all this free gear that you see her brother and her dad wearing. Okay. I love how you actually researched their clothes. Were you trying to see where you could get them? Scoot? <laughs> no, I, I didn't want the clothes. I wanted to know why an old Catholic man was okay. wearing affliction-looking tap-out style t-shirts. Now, I know you're, y'all hate on Eva Marie, and I'm not agreeing that she's the best wrestler. April and I talked about this while on the way over here when she picked me up because I locked myself out of my house. Um, I'm interested in her story because... I'm just fascinated that she's in the position that she is with, you know, being probably one of the worst wrestlers. She has zero roster. ring experience. She wasn't a wrestler at all. They yeah. signed, they, they do this. They sign models. Yeah. Well, the Bella Twins, the Bella Twins were models. Yeah. They, but they've had years of practice. True. Even Marie had a month of they threw her. ring work they and signed threw her, her on there. She yeah. signed her, con- from what I've heard before, she signed her contract for WWE and her contract for Total Divas, like the same, like two days apart. 
Wow. So, I mean, she literally got thrown into it. And yeah, you can't was... hate on her too much because... I can hate on her all I want. Listen, though. But <laughs> that is true. If you can hate on anybody. You that, would you turn it away? Like, all that, you know, would you turn down that job? Probably not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't turn down that job. I wouldn't turn down that job. But so I, can I can't under- hate on her for that. I can understand being hated, though. Yeah. Because you've you've proved nothing. You have no experience. No dues were paid. And all of a sudden, your main roster and you're on a reality show. I watched an interview with her on the internet a few weeks ago. And she was talking about her NXT match she had with Bailey. And how much heat she got from that match. The crowd was <laughs> chanting, you can't wrestle. Let me tell you. Yeah. You have to be really bad for the NXT crowd to hate you. Yeah. Because they love everybody. They were, she was getting so much heat from that. But what she said was like, well, I am the heel, so I'm doing my job a little bit. No. Not by being underskilled. She doesn't understand wrestling. (laughs) That match wasn't too bad, though. She didn't win. But she put out some moves. And I can see her progressing. I'll be interested to see what she does this year. We'll see. We'll but there's see. there's even an episode of Total Divas where she's at a signing, and she's signing things, and someone out in the arena yells, "You can't, you can't wrestle!" wrestle. Yeah. yeah, you know, as they're walking by her booth. But for her, she should just throw her middle finger out, you know, yeah. and just be like, "All right, everything." Can't wrestle, but <laughs> I'm getting that WWE Vince McMahon check and taking that. To That's me. right. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. so. <laughs> Well, more power to more her. More power to her. You know, she's not on she's not on Raw anyway, so uh, right now. So um, you know, whatever. We'll see what she does. She this should year. take the Vince McMahon check and go to the bank and turn it into pennies <laughs> so she can swim around in it when people tell her she Like can't Scrooge wrestle. McDuck. Yeah. That would be yeah, awesome. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm really sad that Naomi's not on uh, Total Divas anymore. I thought her and um John. Yeah. John. Jimmy John. Uso's real name, yeah. John. Uh, we're the cutest couple on there. I like them. And too. now they're gone. I did too. She's, you still see her backstage, I guess. But I wonder if they'll bring her back, though, because it seems like they're just cycling out all the girls, just trying out different ones. Yeah. Like, because Summer Rae's not on there this Mm-mm. season Summer either. Summer Rae was a bitch, man. She was a bitch. God. I was surprised. I did not like her. No. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nikki and uh, John. I-, I love how they sort of... Um... <laughs> okay, the Bellas are feuding on Raw, so we have to create... Some real life drama for them. So they're feuding on the show too. But the bad part about that is the feuding that you're watching on Total Divas is six months behind the Raw you're watching on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, the timing is kind of weird with it. Um, but it's like they can't have people thinking the storylines are really fake on Raw. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I think everyone knows. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because if Vince is in control, it yeah. all has to stay in character. Do you think the entire Total Diva shows a work or just yes, like what, or like a certain percentage of it. No, I think it's entirely scripted. Like I could see them saying, "Okay, let's create these situations and put these girls in it and just see how they react." No, I think you think the whole well, thing's a work. Yeah, that's what they I would do, do on Absolutely. Real World and stuff. Like they would set up the shit they knew would hit the fan. Yeah, and then just watch what happened. But I'm with April from the clips I've seen. It looks totally scripted. There's it does no seem way. very coincidental. Was the first episode was the whole pot brownie incident mm-hmm. with Natty? I do think Paige is a little weird like that, though. You think? Yeah, she's kind of a strange. I one. think Natty completely overreacted. The, the pot brownie thing. Well, yes. What I'm talking about is like it being a work. Like, okay, they, they show Natty eating what she thinks is a pot brownie, which turns out later it wasn't. It was just a she brownie. wrecked her car. She wrecked her car to avoid a, a drug, drug test. There's no way she would have done that in real life. Yeah, like, but that's it's not just a little coincidental. I, I could see, yeah. Where that could be. I'm going to slam my Tahoe into a dumpster so I don't have to take no. a drug test. <laughs> I'm thinking now, though, saying that, Natty suddenly had a comeback as Total Divas came back on. Paige is probably going to be in the Diva title thing, so they might have found a way to connect it. Yeah. Like create the rivalry on Total Divas and then have it. That's true, because in, in, in this week's Total Divas, there's the whole thing where... Uh, Paige is getting a little towards sexual harassment with her in-ring antics, and her and Natty start feuding. That's been previewed for the next episode. It's all fake. What about... The, that's why it makes so much it's sense all to fake. connect it's it to all Yes, fake. literally. Everything we're talking about. It's all fake. <laughs> it's still real to us, But so, can we talk about Rosa Mendez? <laughs> yes. And her wardrobe malfunction... <laughs> Um, that ass. Yeah. I do believe that she's dumb enough to try to plan a war- wardrobe malfunction. Do you think the wardrobe malfunction that Layla did with her, but she poured her pants in, you think that was planned? Yeah. Or accidental? I think it was planned. You think that was planned? Yeah. Okay. I do. I would have let that one slide. She's still signed, right? She's gone. She hasn't been on anything. The last thing she did was team with Summer Rae. They had a little 
tag team. Summer Rae's been gone too. Do you know, they're still know both listed on the roster though. WWE? Yeah. She was a dancer, right? But even before that, I think. What? She was on VH1's like celebrity fat camp thing and was one of the trainers. I found oh, that yeah. out though. Oh, I was like, really? Yeah. News to me. The the whole Divas division is a gigantic hot mess, and Total Divas is not helping it any. It's making it worse. It's, it's The Divas division's never going to get back on track. It will. That shows on the air. It will as soon as Charlotte Flair makes Charlotte the main Flair. roster. Okay, so... They're going to put... What, what, how do you guys feel about them putting Charlotte on Total Divas? What hell would you think? no. Um, I would watch it more. I can understand what they're trying to do with... But they would turn her into a ridiculous person. Yeah, but they're putting Total Divas on to try to get more people interested in the Divas because you see the matches on Raw and the crowd chants JBL, they chant Michael Cole because that's like their way of saying they're not interested in this yeah. match. The I don't... You, you, do, you have to get rid of the whole Diva. Yeah. Title. It's diva, the word diva needs to go away. Yeah. That horrible, horrible butterfly belt needs to go they, away. They, they need a whole just redo. You know what's of, funny? Of when Karma was still there, she was talking about um, the Divas title, the actual championship belt, and how there was plans for her to actually win it eventually while she was still there. But she had actually a design for her belt because it would look ridiculous for this for big, her, yeah. scary woman coming out see? there with a butterfly, pretty pink belt. So yeah. I'd be interested to see what that design would look like and even if they'd call it the mm-hmm. divas belt they need to go back to the women's championship i, yes, I agree i 100%. hate the divas brand i hate that i don't like yeah. it either um i don't know that they would ever put charlotte on total divas though because she dates a guy from tna oh does she from tna yeah that's that's why they never put aj on there because i thought they were married put, they might be married I think she got married yeah, in 2013 I, don't know. I spend a lot of time on wikipedia yeah so. <laughs> well he's he's either way he's in tna and um that, that's why they never put AJ on there because they can't put CM. They're not going to put CM Punk on TV. So. Well, AJ's actually come out and said that that's not the reason she's not on Total Divas. She can say that all she yeah, wants. Yes, they do not want to see Punk. <laughs> oh, I guarantee that. But she's yeah. at least come out in an interview and said, she it's may not, not them, it's me. Yeah, she may have turned it down either way. Yeah. But that's definitely. Uh, well, that's like they don't ever don't, say Chris Benoit and you're not allowed to do three reason. German suplexes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought they were going to let Sammy do it this week. They did not. Not quite. He went for kind of a, a super dragon three he suplex the thing. He the arm behind the head, mm-hmm. right? Or something like that. He changed it up. Yeah, because if you've ever watched a super dragon match, he'll do three suplexes mm-hmm. and there'll be three completely different suplexes. Mm-hmm. So the two Germans into whatever he was going to do that half Nelson butterfly suplex thing. Mm-hmm. It's yes. pretty common in the indies for, for that particular wrestler to do that. So mm-hmm. I, yes. I could see that since they've had a lot of matches together. Yeah. All right. Uh, we went to a wrestling show last week. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, here in our hometown of Spartanburg. Uh, Don't say that's my hometown. Well, Don't Scoot, drag me sorry. into this. Scoot's not from Spartanburg. I, I ain't from around here. Uh, easily. Yeah, well. <laughs> easily so much better. It ain't, um, it ain't worse. So It's not called mur- murder. Yeah, murder. Murder bird. Okay. For all of, all of the people listening to this uh, that don't live near us, Spartanburg is... Um, Known for having high crime, <laughs> Let's but put with it a this big way. wrestling history. Yes, Re- wrestling has a large history in, in Flair Country. Flair Country. Yes, uh, we used to have wrestling shows at the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium every week. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess it was Mid South or, or somewhere. Yeah, Mi- Mid Atlantic. Mid Atlantic. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, Rick Flair used to hang out here a lot. Our parents talk about it. Our parents. Yeah, and my grandparents used to go. My parents went. It. Um, it's what you did every Saturday. You go to the auditorium and watch the match. You yeah. see Ric Flair and uh, Wahoo McDaniel. McDaniel and all that. Yeah, yeah. Gorilla all Monsoon. Yeah. I kind of wish this was a video podcast so y'all could have just seen Derek's face as he was trying to remember the name Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo. <laughs> it was amazing. He was like, uh. Um, so, big time wrestling comes here, and it's sort of a, a nostalgia show. Um, you have the Midnight Express. Uh, fighting uh, the, the Rock, rock and, and Roll, roll Express, Express. Uh, which one of the Rock and Roll Express guys didn't show up, and and we got no, other uh, way, other way. Uh, yeah, it was one of the Midnight. One Express. of the Midnight Express yeah. guys didn't show up. They're all old dudes. Randy was there. Um, the other guy was not. But it was it was kind of cool. We got Dr. Tom Pritchard filling in, uh, who used to train at FCW and and train a lot of the guys who are in WWE now. So it was kind of cool to see him in person. One half of the Belladonna. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the managers for each of those respective teams were. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and um, Jimmy Valiant. They had two managers on each side. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It was Ricky and Jimmy. And um, 
and Jim, Jim Cornette and, and beautiful uh, Bobby, beautiful have, Bobby Heenan. I have feelings no, about Jim Cornette. Heenan, Heenan, Hedden, who knows? I was impressed Cornette still looked as healthy as he did. Like I've heard some very negative things about him lately. Cornette's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he, <laughs> just he, because he hated Kevin Steen. He no, hated he, Kevin Steen. He, he hated Colt Cabana. He hated the Young Bucks. I don't he understand how you can hate Colt Cabana. He hated everyone. He doesn't understand wrestling these days. All he understands He's is not, a tennis racket. Yeah, yeah. He he, he may have been a, a smart wrestling mind at one time, but he is outdated and well, needs to go it's, away. Very, it's the very same outdated. thing that's happened to Jr. A lot of those guys from when we were younger have not evolved with the internet era or whatever you want to call this age we're in. Like teaching, you have to evolve to the kids' styles. They're not even trying in wrestling from Vince or JR or Jim Cornette or any of the old school guys. So. Yeah. Well, they'll all be dead one day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This turned Sooner morbid quick. <laughs> all right. Um, so that match was, was pretty, um, it was what it was. It was a bunch of old guys <laughs> yeah. running around the ring. There was a, there was a, there was a lot of uh, arm twisting. Um, and a, and a couple of kicks to the to the groin. Yeah, was... the, the crowd liked it, so I guess that's yeah. all that matters. Um, Can I say Jimmy Valiant has an amazing thigh gap? <laughs> he really does. Yeah. Have you seen Christian's thigh gap these days? No. What? Okay, he, I'm a, I'm a googling it right yeah, now. Yeah, Christian Christian's legs have gotten like they maybe like a for... third of the size they used to be. And... Did he have a baby? Like this did. Did he have a baby? Yeah, <laughs> I think his wife had a baby though. Well, <laughs> I'm questioning the thigh gap, you know, because. Yeah. Yeah. You get pregnant, your pelvis shifts, and you know, yada, yada, yada. So if Christian had a baby, the thigh gap would make sense. I don't think Scoot, have his you pelvis had a baby? shifted. No, I don't have a thigh gap either. I have huge thighs. Um, so this this wrestling show was, was pretty interesting. Of course, that was one of the main events that we just talked about earlier in the show. We had some, some local guys wrestling some matches. Uh, there was a guy built from San Francisco. Um, oh, the adorable Danny Miles. Danny Miles. Yes, Danny he Miles. was great. Um, the crowd really did not like this guy. We liked uh, him. I yeah. thought he was great. Um, he was tagging with Zane Riley uh, from North Carolina. Um, who we're going to see tonight. Who, yeah, we'll see him wrestle again tonight. But um, it, we live in the South, okay? And people here are closed-minded. And this guy came out wearing sparkly, fuzzy boots. sparkly yeah. tights with like rainbow fuzzy boots and like pastel, like cute face paint on. And, and a pink t-shirt. A pink t-shirt. Um Think vintage gold dust with pink. It That's kind of yeah. Weird. It was I like mean, rainbow bright. I, I yeah. got I got his I got it what was, he was trying to do. He did yeah yeah. Uh, the crowd did not. <laughs> the crowd <laughs> right, especially the front row. A guy literally jumped over the barricade um, and tried to roll in the ring and fight him. Um, I guess he didn't want his kind around here or something. No, he didn't. This old drunk guy and uh, he swiftly got kicked right out of the ring. By Danny Miles. Yeah, Danny so, kicks him out of the ring, and then the ring announcer just immediately grabbed him by the collar. Yeah, this was like, you know, at a wrestling show when something like this happens, you always spend a little bit of time wondering if it's supposed to happen or not. Or if it's just this part of the storyline. It was pretty yeah. apparent quickly that this was not planned. The sheriff's yeah. office was there, like cops were grabbing yeah, this guy. This guy yeah, this guy, yeah, he got, he got kicked out. But uh, him I, and his lady friend. I gotta admit, the ring announcer... Was badass. He was, I, on he was yeah. right in his face, like super nerdy. Usually, looking I consider for a Poindexter looking like guy. That. He was mm-hmm. right on on the scene when when things started going awry. Um. So then, after all of this happens, there's uh, a, a drunk old lady uh, in the also in the front row, yelling at the same poor Danny Miles wrestler. Um, that old lady was rough. She tries to, to to hit him too. Yeah. At one point, he gets thrown out of the ring. And he's yeah. like holding on to the barricade, and she's yelling at him, and he's like, you know, yelling back at her, playing his part as a heel. She rears back with her hand, takes a swing at him, tries to slap him in the face, he but ducks. she misses. Yeah, he ducked. But then she starts like grabbing her crotch and, and her like breasts, her boobs, yeah, it was weird, and like shaking him at him, making fun of his makeup, like obviously and not feeling the fact that he's playing maybe a gay wrestler. Yeah. I don't know, like, or at least a, a gay friendly wrestler. Yeah. 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 To understand this lady, though, guys, this is like a probably 60-year-old woman who had a hard life. And a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, and a flip phone and still. A flip phone. And a flip phone. 
which one of my students was using to take pictures. Oh, man. It was just these people just did not like this guy. They were definitely more animated during that match than any of the other Yeah, yeah. and then her husband kept bringing her more beer. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared after down. all of that happened, and I was really convinced that he had gone away to hide because she embarrassed him. Yeah. But uh, no, he comes back with two more beers, two and more I'm like, beers. that's yep. just what that lady needs, mm-hmm. more alcohol. More alcohol. <laughs> but Fuel that fire after that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was pretty entertaining. It was, it was a good show all around, and then we got a really cool main event of uh, Matt Hardy versus Sabu <laughs> in a TLC match, uh, which it was a good match. They actually hit some spots, but it was it was quick. Sabu yeah. did not long. understand that this was a TLC match in which you had to grab a briefcase. Yeah, he did. He did pin Matt Hardy twice. Yeah, and the ref was like, "No, you can't pin. You have to get up there." He's like, "What?" He didn't understand. <laughs> he's like, "Damn it." He's been hitting the head a lot. Yeah. I was surprised, though. Sabu was moving really well. He was. He kept doing this power slide thing. I was like, holy shit. Like, because he's got to be 50, right? Yeah. He doesn't wrestle much anymore. Um, He can't. Just every once in a while. So it was kind of cool to see him once, I guess. Yeah. I heard uh, him on another podcast, and he, like, can't use one of his thumbs and has... All sorts of nerve damage and stuff. Up. You could see he was all scarred up. But mm-hmm. he, he yeah. could still move. He could still sell. I mean, mm-hmm. that that was impressive. I haven't seen a nostalgia match like that where the guy still looked good. Yeah, we weren't he sure what to expect. Good. I was pleasantly surprised. It was a lot better than the beginning nostalgia tag team match. Yeah, um, for sure. And the, the, my favorite part of the Sabu-Matt Hardy match uh, was Sabu gets a ladder actually set up to climb it to go get the briefcase. Uh, the crowd starts chanting, we want tables, we want... And he actually comes down off the ladder, climbs out of the <laughs> ring, and goes and gets a table instead of winning the match, which He's I thought was... Pleaser, he definitely know? He definitely pandered to the crowd, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, it, was, it was a fun show. Uh, the crowd made it great. They were very into it, very loud, yelling to, to all the heels and... And, um, trying to hit the heels. Trying to hit them and getting kicked out. <laughs> the the so, crowd was definitely into it. Yeah, we, we had a blast. Um, I know it was a liability thing, but I have one beef. That Matt Hardy said you could take a picture with the broken table, and then they took the broken table away. That made me sad. Boo. I would have been mad if I had paid money for yeah. that. The amazing part about the broken table is when they took it out of the ring, people lined up at the barricade for them to break up little chunks of the table so they could take it home as a memento. Really? They were doing that. Yeah, they tore, they destroyed the entire table, gave away everything except for the metal frame and the legs huh. to fans who wanted chunks of table. We should have gotten it for I should have got that. that recording would have been a good studio present for someone who was a Sabu fan. Or like, if Sabu we ever actually got real guests that we liked, we could have them sign it. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Oh well, we'll see what Maybe we can next get time. tonight. Maybe tonight. We'll Maybe I'll just table. steal a table from Hickory. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of things tonight. Uh, it's about 15 minutes before yeah, the Yeah, yeah, we're about to, to discuss <laughs> upcoming events. Tonight, we're, we're getting ready right now to leave for Hickory uh, to see PWX Taken by Force 2. Um, yeah, uh, we're supposed to get some AR Fox tonight, but he has a severe concussion. He got kicked in the head by Trevor Lee last week, apparently, and looked really bad. If anybody saw that picture, that black eye was massive. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, AR Fox is one of my PWG favorites, so I'm kind of sad I won't get to see him, but hopefully he'll be uh, back in the ring soon. You'll get to see Chuck Taylor, though. I'm going to get to see Chuck Taylor, <laughs> and I'm very, very excited about that. Chuck Taylor is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite indie guys. Um, and we get to see a local guy again, uh, John Schuyler. Yeah, that's he was who, pretty good the one time we saw him tonight. So, so uh, we'll have fun. a full report of that show on our next podcast. We'll also have some predictions for the Royal Rumble. Hopefully, we'll have it up before the Royal Rumble Let's actually so. airs. We'll do our best. Um, we'll figure out what day we're going to record it this week. But um, thanks for listening to our first podcast. Um, we we covered a lot in this one, hopefully, and yeah. some of the other ones we won't have as much stuff to talk about, and we can go off on more tangents. Or at least um, more in-depth to the small amount of topics we have. Yeah, uh, we kind of sped through all this stuff. But uh, again, thanks for listening. See you guys next time.